There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We got the music back. That's what I like. We got the music twice today. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show with... Say your name. My name is Mick Sterling. I'm sorry. I didn't have my headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm late Sprint- again. I'm late I- again. What's going on here? And I'm Doug Sprinthal. Mike Gelfan. Tevin Pittman. And Andy Bernard. There you go. We got them all. Mick, it's great to see you back in studio. Thank How you, you been? Tom. It's great to be here. I appreciate it. Oh, it's always... It's our honor. That's all I oh, have to say. You. Except you always bring Doug with you. That's the downside. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot, friend. <laughs> Cold blooded. Thanks. You know one thing? If I ever insult anybody openly like that, it means I really like them. I would never insult anybody I didn't like. I wouldn't waste my time. Last time I was on the show, you told me you loved me, and now you're just telling me I'm a dink. That's why I make it. I'm in <sighs> even keel. That's the whole deal. And I get it. That, man, that Spreading works. it out evenly. That's nice. Spreading it out evenly. <laughs> so, Mick, what's the latest? Oh, man, there's so much going on. Um, I'm actually here to um, talk about this new thing that we're doing for the 30 Days Foundation, the charity that I started uh, 12 years ago. We're doing um, p- potentially... Well, no, it, it will be, I think, the biggest event that we've done. Um, it's it's called the Legends Breakfast. It's on Tuesday, January 30th at the Omni Viking Lakes Hotel. And it's just going to be just a basic breakfast, 8 to 9 in the morning. People start coming around 7 in the morning. And um, due to a, a rather organic um, beginning, we are going to have hopefully dozens of uh, legendary Minnesota Vikings at this breakfast. Ooh. Yeah. And it's um, my, my partner, Ben Utek, who um, is in the Andy and Bing show with me, is going to sing the national anthem. Um, and it's going to be a big breakfast fundraiser for the 30 Days Foundation. And it's one of those events that, you know, a lot of people have gone to where you go to luncheon events or, or breakfast events, and it's an hour long and, and uh, you tell the story of the charity and the people that are there are strategically there for a reason because they know that it's a fundraiser. And potentially it could be the biggest fundraiser we ever do in an hour. And I think just the uniqueness of these legendary Viking players being there and the big reason that they, that they are there is because we are going to honor... Uh, Dennis Ryan, the 47-year uh, equipment manager great guy. Uh, for the Vikings. He's a great guy. And so we are going to uh, uh, award him and honor him on, at, that, at that event 
which is a real magnet, I think, for all of the Vikings to come because uh, I'm assuming their relationship with Dennis Ryan isn't like any other person they, they know. And it stretches for decades. So I think the, uh, the possibility of even more Viking players being added to this list that are scheduled to attend is, is pretty good. And I think it's going to be a really unique, lovely event that is kind of sentimental, has a lot of uh, emotional ties with big fans of the Vikings for decades. So we hope it's a, a great event. Mick, Mick oh. I, I understand what it is, but can you tell people what the 30-Day Foundation is? Because I, I think it's really yeah. cool when you first Thank told you. me about it a couple of years ago. Yeah, I started it 12 years ago. It's a, it's a Minnesota-based charity, and we assist Minnesota families and now Western Wisconsin families as well uh, that are in real-life financial crisis. And we do that by providing a one-time grant. But when we make the grant, it doesn't go to the person. It goes to the service provider that requires the payment. So it's things like back rent and security deposits and phone bills, Excel bills, Minnesota Power bills, CenturyLink, Century Center Points, you know, all those really boring monthly bills. But when you start falling behind on those basic things, that's when people get in trouble. Nobody hey, ever hang on, Tevin just huge. texted me. No, you can't it doesn't work at Zips Lickers. Oh no, also, they can't pay my bar. <laughs> it's a tab. tough thing. It's a it's a it's a board decision that we did for that one. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, no one ever starts out homeless or starts out in poverty. They are, it always starts with those little things. So since 2011, because people have assisted us, uh, we're over 110,000 grants that we've made across the state. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very simple, unique way to help people kind of stop the bleeding and get caught up again. So that's, that's what the 30 days foundation does in this event the legends breakfast it's kind of an interesting thing because i think for the players they may not know 30 days but they love dennis ryan and for the mm -hmm. attendees yep. they know dennis ryan and they love the legendary vikings so i think the combination of the two elements is pretty attractive and plus it's breakfast i mean you're going to have breakfast on tuesday january 30th Somewhere, hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> you should have it here because it's yeah. going to be a unique thing. So the the players aren't there to squeeze extra money out of the people that show up. Well, I think the players <laughs> you are, call that a check you know, if they wish if they wish to persuade people that that's fine. But I think it's I think it's going to be a it's going to be one of those things that it could potentially decades of different Viking players and Minnesota sports stars could be there because I think it's just one of those. It's just it has a very organic feel, and and that we're honoring Dennis, I think is going to be a great thing. And to have this many new people find out about the charity is great for us. So we hope it's going to be a huge event. So if people wanted details. Where would they go? Uh, the website is up now. It's thelegendsbreakfast.com. Okay. And so this is an invite event, uh, but if you want to be an attending sponsor of this event. Email me directly, and I can tell you how you can attend as an attending sponsor. Bilski, are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, Bilski. And, uh, you know, we're only doing 20 tables, 20 tables of 10, so it's not like we have 1,000 people. There's 200 people that can be at this event as far as, you know, being a part of the, the event itself. So it's this is our first year. I didn't want to go crazy with you know, a thousand tables. It's only two. Right. There's only twenty tables of ten. So this is a very limited thing. And you know, I've I've been to these events, and I'm sure all of you have at some time. It's amazing how much 
how much revenue can be generated with the right people in the room. I'm laughing. It's crazy. Walzer was a sponsor for the Starkey Foundation. Yes. And I got to go to one of those. And, you know, there's, you're, I'm not normally starstruck, but, you know, when Bill Clinton's there and Wayne Gretzky's at the table next to you, and I, everywhere you look, I, I'm the only non-famous person in the room. But they talk about the, the work that they do, and they show the film of young kids in Africa hearing their mother's voice for the first time. And it's hard not to choke yep. up. And sure. my wife's like, we got to participate in the auction. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. So the very first thing is you get to take nine people on a private jet to Africa to spend two weeks while the doctors perform the surgery. Opening wow. bid is $270,000. I said, honey, don't move a muscle. <laughs> Stare at the floor. Don't start the bidding. <laughs> it's like being called upon at, at a yeah. chemistry class. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. right. <laughs> I was Love way that. over my head. It was it was still spectacular and very uh, very moving work that they do. And I think that's true of all charities. I I love the story of the Thirty Day Foundation because you're right. It starts. It's if a little can help at the beginning rather than a lot at the end. You can take care of more people. Well, it, all start, it always starts like that. And, that, yep. you know, that's the thing. That's always the interesting thing about the 30 Days Foundation. It's not, it's not a, a, a visible tug-at-your-heartstrings charity. You know, Starkey Foundation, yeah. that, that is. But everybody, you know, we have this phrase because we've all been there. Everybody has been there at, at a time. I always tell the, the thing of, like, I can't even look at, Budding turkey and tombstone pizza without gagging because you know when <laughs> when, I, when I was yeah. younger you know I mean it's kind of a fun story to tell now but it sucked you when know, that's it, all I was eating every week because I had no money yeah it's know? also ironic to talk about how you know nobody starts out in poverty but the reality is that there are more children in poverty than there are adults in poverty yeah that is true yeah and you know and that's an interesting bridge to to you know cause sometimes people ask is the 30 Days Foundation a, a children's charity? And we're, we're not, per se. Right. On the other hand, but. if you pay a utility bill and you, you have heat in the house and you have a family, well, we're kind of a children's charity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's not your normal thing, but it's, it's these behind-the-scenes things that happen. And that's why kind of this bridge, too, of honoring Dennis Ryan, we're calling this the Essential Champion Award. You know, he's just kind of this unsung guy but without the equipment manager, the Vikings are nothing. Yeah, and they know that, but the right. people don't know that. That's that's kind of a, a nice parallel of thirty days too. One thing I'd like to mention that people might be surprised by is your Minnesota Vikings in general. I can think of maybe only a couple that are not in this club. But uh, when you talk about the Tommy Kramers and the Chuck Foremans and the Carl Ellers, and you go down the list, these are really really good people. Yeah. They are. No, I don't know if people know that, but there a lot of superstars in sports are actually very nice people. Well, and this is how it all happened, you guys. So, so Stu Voigt and his wife Linda loves to come and see. I produced this concert series at, at Chart House called the Chart House Live in Lakeville, and Stu and Linda have season passes, and they come to every show, really? whether it's me. It's they come to dozens and dozens of shows, and about a couple of months ago, Stu said. Hey Mick, you know we're free to talk about thirty days. We would be open to getting some veteran players together and, and walking the museum with somebody as an auction item. And I said, well, that's that's lovely. And then I went to this breakfast uh, fundraiser for a different charity, and I went back to Stu. I said, Stu, what do you think about this? And he goes, well, I can get people. 
I, I think they'd love to come to this. So that's how this all started. And it, it, it happened very quickly, but I, I love the organicness of it, the, the you know, organic mm. nature of it. That's, that tells me it's good. It's going to be a great event. Yeah, no question. But I, I just didn't want people to think, oh, I'm going to be around a bunch of Vikings, but they'll be standoffish. No. They are not at all. No, I don't think so either. And, I, and I'm really interested to see what happens with, you know, we're talking about legendary Vikings and legendary, you know, Minnesota sports people potentially attending this event. But the current Vikings, I mean, I don't see, you know, this isn't a Viking-endorsed event, but people love Dennis Ryan. They're gonna, it's going to get around yeah. to the yep. players. I'm really interested to see who may want to attend. I don't know. Well, that we sounds like it's right up now. Cousins Alley, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the day after he tear, tears his, his Achilles, he's at the Vikings camp out in Egan. Yeah. Signing yep. autographs for kids. No, he, I think he's he's in. He's in. And, you know, the other tie is uh, Blaze Credit Union, now formerly Spire, is sponsoring all of my McSterling Present shows in 2024. I was going to ask you Kirk about Cousins that. Did is, they, is did their they guy. merge with another credit union? What, what was the Yeah, deal? so they, they merged with Highway Credit Union okay. and Spire, and then they changed the name to Blaze Credit Union. So Spire sponsored my Christmas shows last year, and then they... It went well, so they wanted to expand it into over 200 of my shows. So I'm hoping that Kirk Cousins wants to come. If Blaze Blaze will be there, and yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 go ahead, Tom. Sorry. No, I'm just gonna say quickly. If they have time, they'll come because yeah. that's one thing about the Twins, the Vikings. Uh, you go through all the sports. The hockey players are phenomenal at doing this kind of thing as well. Yeah. Uh, professional athletes and like there are a few that are not the greatest people and i mean mike gelfand has never been an athlete that he didn't like no well they they may not have liked me but you know i i really cherish them yes i've noticed <laughs> that over yeah. the years. i mean i have i have my my entire house is festooned God, with with word. huge with huge uh rod carew murals oh you loved rod there's no question mm -hmm. about it that sounded sexual never mind <laughs> I just love that he said festooned. Yeah, that's festooned. Yeah, yeah. such a great word. I believe maybe once every fiscal quarter I use that word. <laughs> that's it, fiscal quarter. Better right. get it done. Good until March. Yep. So the date of the event is what again? It's Tuesday, January thirtieth, and it's at the Omni Viking Lakes Hotel. Uh, entrance starts at seven fifteen. The event starts at eight in the morning. It ends at nine in the morning, and you're out the door. So it moves very fast. We we know everybody's very busy, um, but it's just going to be a very basic, lovely continental breakfast of you know oatmeal and pastries and juice and coffee and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. We'll do a very quick program, tell people about what's going on with the Thirty Days Foundation, honor Dennis Ryan, and um, and then it'll just be hopefully a very uh, big event for the Thirty Days Foundation, so we can continue to help you know, the hundreds and hundreds of requests that we get every week for assistance. Yeah, that makes sense. And the Omni Hotel he's talking about is right next to the Vikings practice facility out there in Bloomington. Yep. Not Egan. Was that Egan? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, Egan. Yeah. You know what? That makes sense that it would be Egan. You're absolutely right. But it's right down 494, right? Yeah, super yeah. easy to get to. Just yeah. east of uh, 35E. It's a beautiful hotel. Uh, uh, the Minnesota auto dealers had their annual convention there two years ago. It was Michelle Tafoya was the guest speaker. I'd talk about tying everything together. 
And no, she didn't talk about politics, Mike. (laughs) I I could just, he looked at me, I'm like, I know what's running through his brain. (laughs) You know, it's so funny that Michelle has not talked to me since the day that Cumulus let her go because she thought I fired her. You know that every time somebody gets fired, I fired them? What is that? (laughs) She's out there in in X-Land today defending Aaron Rodgers. She is? And and, uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely lambasting which is the correct pronunciation it is absolutely uh, jimmy kimmel well jimmy's not funny so i can understand well, but i mean does he really need to do any of this yeah i know you're right you're absolutely right but uh yeah i just that gave me a, a very pleasant uh memory just now every time somebody gets fired oh tom fired him <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right There's that's no a heavy burden to have tom Really is. That's I a lot. Around, so I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting to get fired so I can blame you. Well, I, I can get that set up for you if you want. Because, yeah, Kev, let me Kevin. put it this way. If I fired people, Gelfan would have been the first person I ever fired. That's proof right there that I don't fire people. Yeah, I, I agree That's with that, too. I would have never You would have fired, fired me six I... times, and I would have fired you seven. How would I have gotten through life without Mike Gelfan, though? That's the question. I, you know, vice versa, man. Same thing. <laughs> there you go, right there. Mick, I love the fact that you do this kind of thing because you've always done this kind of thing. Thanks. Well, you, you know, I, I'm in a unique position to do it, and I, I'm, I'm glad that I'm able to do it. I can't, there's a lot of things I can't do, like significant things I can't do, um, like fix a car or build anything or do anything remotely. Sing. Manly. <laughs> I can't sing. Keep it up, you know. and I'll invite you to. I'm not a strong swimmer, as they say. Keep that up, and I'll invite you to yeah. my synagogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Not but, that you know, I have one, but. But I'm able to do this, and I think, you know, I learned when I did Heart and Soul back in the '90s how it was interesting to introduce a concept with uh, the charity concept with somebody like a, some business owner because they saw my band perform. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a different introduction to somebody than just a cold introduction, and it's it's a very warm thing. They had fun, so yeah. they're 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 going to listen to me maybe the, a little bit more than someone else just presenting something cold. Well, I you told know? you this when we were talking on the phone the other day. I says Mick, if you weren't such a good singer, you'd make a hell of a salesman. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I be, I believe in this charity. I know what it does, and I know that it can. As simple as it is, I was stunned that no one had thought of it in this sense. And even when you pay somebody's phone bill for 50 bucks or 80 bucks, it's, it's a, it changes the trajectory for people psychologically mm-hmm. and financially. Just one thing. And some, it's and a lot of times it's car repair. I'm oh, yeah. Sure, because yeah, car repair is a ton, a lot of that. don't have much money. you got some 25-year-old pile of rocks and you need it to get to work and then suddenly you can't get to work that th- things can go downhill fast they really can i mean with the 30 days foundation our top three are rent you know security deposits you know and utility mm-hmm. bills and we're doing a lot of recovery and sober house deposits 125 100 just to get people in to hopefully start healing so those are that's like 90 percent of our mm-hmm. of our grants are those three things I just like the, the fact that this even goes on, that, that there's a connection between you and Doug, and then uh, you've come on the show many, many times yeah. now. 
always great having you on the Thank show. You. Then there's a connection to the Vikings. and It's how communities are supposed to work. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, I just love how this thing just happened. It happened so naturally. Yep. Yep. It was such a great space with Stu and Linda Voigt, and they're so kind, and they were just so generous. And my partner, John Scott, uh, from Mixed Sterling Presents, you know, it's just been such a great conduit to make all these connections with the Omni Viking Lake Hotel. And it's just, I think it, it has the elements, it has all the, the ingredients to be a very, very unique and beautiful event that I think people will certainly remember. It just, uh, this just doesn't happen yeah. like this. No, very, very true. Uh, actually, you got me kind of sad today because I'm going through all the great Vikings throughout history. And they're no longer with us, so thanks for that, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. No, I, seriously, Chris Dolman. You, you know the, the list of names of guys who are not around anymore. Just, I don't know that people know this because I don't hear other people talking about it much. But our professional athletes in general, other than Gell fans' favorites, hey. are really good people. They are, they make a ton of money. They're mm -hmm. very popular. They're very famous, but they're just regular. Well, I met uh, Carl Eller standing behind him uh, in a line at a bank. And uh, he turned around and he said, Hey, how are you doing today? I said, not too bad, Carl. He goes, I just want to make sure that I'm not upsetting you by taking too much time up here. Carl's about a foot taller than me and his <laughs> shoulders about the size of a Buick. So that's just how nice a guy he is. He would just, engage people yeah that's what i love about this well you know one of the one of the nicest most uh just just like almost like an everyday guy vikings uh, player who i had a chance to interview was uh was alan page i couldn't yep. believe just what a down-to-earth guy he was you know because he's a gifted scholar and all that but he was playing for mm -hmm. the bears at the time Oh, you know, and that was in the period when he weighed like 160 pounds. And right. Was playing defensive end. Yeah. Yeah. But what a nice guy. Yeah. Alan's a very, very smart man. People don't know that. Alan's oh, yeah. as smart as he is. Oh, yeah. Very bright guy. And yeah. I probably wouldn't want to piss him off either. But yeah, he he started running with his wife, apparently, or yep. uh, mm -hmm. something like that. And he couldn't give it up. And he kept dropping weight and dropping weight, and dropping weight. And the team's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they, but they see the Bears still wanted him at 160 pounds. He was yeah. probably actually about 180. He was not much more than that. That no. is true. Oh, yeah. No, no. When I saw him in the locker room, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, he just he just looked like you know looked like my accountant basically, except without the gut. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Nick, do you get a lot of uh, a lot of you know television stations, radio stations, podcasts, and are reaching out to you going, "Hey, we'd love to have you come on and talk about this because it's a great thing." Well, you know, you're the first. Uh, this this thing is, has just happened, so um, uh, your podcast is the first time that I've announced it. Um, you know, in any kind of media uh, situation. And uh, I'm hoping that people get behind it. I, th I think it's pretty unique. I mean, right now, you know, John Randall, Scott Studwell, Brooks Bollinger, Stu Voigt, yep. Lertzema, Paul Krause, Chuck Foreman, Mark Mullaney, Dave Osborne, Leo Lewis, Ezra Tualo, and there's going to be more. And That's I really wonderful. think it's going to be a lovely thing. Those are all great guys, great by the guys. way. Some of them I had a lot of contact with. Others I just met once or twice. But every one of them, there were very, very few of those guys at the uh, a little too edgy to, to talk to people, but it doesn't happen very often. I just love the fact too. And that's one thing, cause I love to tease Minnesotans about how weird they are. Cause people from Minnesota, we are weird. There's no doubt about that, <laughs> but, 
but they're also very giving people from what, what I've seen in my lifetime that if you have an event like this, it's going to get attended. Some uh, people, famous people like the Minnesota Vikings going to show up and people are going to have a great time. I, I really like that about Minnesota. Yeah. You know, you should have you should have Paul Allen there and then right in the middle of the breakfast, he can say, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is he big on that? I well, want that yeah. to happen yeah, he, so he badly does. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that to happen so badly right now. I'm going to get a good oh, chuckle no. over that. <laughs> Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you can have like other luminaries like, you know, Doug Sprinthal. No, I'm not going. Why not? Doug's actually the keynote speaker. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) What sport are you guys in again? I'm Doug Sprinthal. It's some sport. I've never heard of it. (laughs) Easy. No, Mick, when uh, on January 30th, when you get all these Vikings legends in the room, I need you to just ask if anybody has a little juice left in the tank because the current team needs a little help. So if we could maybe get (laughs) – That was a tough year. Yeah. That was a a very tough year. Yeah, that was was a – uh, a vexing, uh, the, the word vexing I love. It's a vexing year. It's vexing. Well, I, have a, I have a question for all of you. How do you pick four horrible quarterbacks for the same team? How is that even possible? <laughs> Wait, my frustration, and I will take, and I've lived in Minnesota since 1970, but I'm not from here. We're sports fans on the planet. 
And here's my example. Cousins okay. goes down. He's having a great run. I mean, he's yeah. playing lights yeah, out. Absolutely. Yeah. And we get the pastronaut, and he has two good halves, and they're ready to throw a Cousins on the next train to Georgia. <laughs> and then he has a shitty half, Oops. and they're like, dump this guy. Oh, I, mean, I know. It just I know. the patience of a four-year-old, you guys. <laughs> Come on. It's well, so funny you said that. Cousins <laughs> did start out one and four. I know. To be, to be fair right. about it. You know, but, but uh, now, of course, all the local columnists, because this is what columnists do, right? Because they're starving for a column idea. There's really mm-hmm. not that much going on in this market. Yeah. So every single columnist, it doesn't matter, digital, newspaper, they're all, right, they're all writing columns saying, get rid of Cousins. Don't sign him again. Well, we saw what can happen. with the, like, and, and this is sort of a Minnesota thing. So this, this, this clown Mullins throws four interceptions, right? After the game, he tells the media that he's a really solid NFL quarterback. <laughs> well, they are completions. Yeah, they're, yeah. Well, yeah. Somebody did catch it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trevor in the chat says that uh, the team doesn't have anything going on this weekend, so a lot should be able to make it. There's Lord. <laughs> Mick, you've been doing a lot of music. I have been, thankfully. You've yeah, been we just did a... Um, yeah, my wife Kate and I just did uh, 38 shows in 45 days for Christmas shows between wow. uh, November 15th and December 31st, and it was a great run. I, I was down at the Chart House to see the Peter Bourne Christmas explosion. Oh, you go to Peter's yeah, place, yeah, <laughs> the office party. In fact, I talked to him last week. It goes, you know, I'm, I'm booked another show, and I want you and Sarah to be in the band. It's going to be a prom night yeah sometime in may i'm like oh and so we started throwing ideas back and forth yeah he's completely crazy oh yeah no i love peter peter's a a dear friend of mine and he's he's got my back and he yeah he's the he's the sound tech there at chardos live which is very nice yeah and um room sounds good it's a great sounding room yeah it's a it's a really it's a good room and that's never been done in that part of town before so it's pretty nice i have to tell you a funny story about meeting your wife is peter Bourne ties into the soap I don't know if everybody knows this, but Peter was worked at KQ back in the 90s as an intern mm-hmm. and then full-time, and we kind of all got to know each other because the world revolves around Mike Gelfan and Tom, let's all face it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So Peter, in addition to being a musician, is a boater and has this 70-foot-long houseboat with a recording studio yes. on the third floor, and he goes down to Red Wing every year, and Sarah, my wife, and I usually play with him on the 3rd of July. Well, on the 4th, he'd talked conned the city of Red Wing into letting them tie this monstrous boat up to the city levee (laughs) where the cruise ships come in. And he's got all these bands lined up. And I'm up with him at 7 in the morning getting the boat ready and we have to move it and it's just kind of a lot of work. And so we're sitting there and Peter's got, there's probably, what, two or 300 people there. It wasn't Mm -hmm. super crowded, but a pretty good turnout for the middle of the day on the 4th of July. And he's teaching the audience how to play drums on donated Homer buckets, these big plastic yeah, things. Yeah, some Home Depot over Knoxville. And then he gets uh, has a brass band that's doing American patriotic songs, anchors away and all this stuff, and people are drumming along. And then he's got some local 15-year-old kids playing up on the top deck. And then the height of the show is, uh, and Mick and some of Peter's friends and some of Mick's friends put it together a show for about an hour and a half. So Sarah and I are sitting down below listening because it's hot, and, we, and that's where the beer was. Yes. I'll be honest. Yes. Oh, there and, you go. Uh, and Mick's wife, Kate's come over and introduces herself. Suddenly she and Sarah are talking, and they're you know clicking right away and gathering up a storm. And 
<clears throat> Kate goes, come on, let's go sing with Mick. It'll be really fun. And she turns to me and goes, watch the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was not happy that no, mom was no, gone. No, Lulu was not happy. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just, a, it was such a fun day. Yeah, it, it was. was. It really it was, was just fabulous. It was. I have a question for you. Didn't he dig that boat out of the bottom of the river? Well, close. It, it had sunk. It was an insurance fraud thing, and it sat Ooh. kind of half submerged up in Hudson for a while, and then they dragged it down to La Crosse, which was where the boat had been originally manufactured. There was a company there that's out of business called Skipper Liner, and they kept trying to sell it, and they, I think they paid something. You know, this boat had been worth two million dollars when it was new and i think he bought it for like 10 grand or something yeah it, you know it sounded like it was kind of a boat of debauchery oh god you know, yeah it, it had it had some things happen on that boat yeah that's right i don't think it was a lot of nautical skill but he and his <laughs> wife uh have rebuilt the thing active recording studio uh they're planning river trips next year going up and down the mississippi doing basically would be kind of like vacation Bible school for musicians. A lot of church groups and concerts yeah, yeah, and stuff. a lot of music workshops and stuff. And, and you know, Kate and I got married on that boat. Oh, did you really? We, we got married on the boat. There yeah. you go. It's beautiful. But I mean, that, what a what a deal that is! A two million dollar boat you buy it for ten thousand. Well, the story is long, so it it was you know it wasn't even running when they bought it, and it was you know Peter is also a great salesman. I can oh, yes, see why the two of you were friends. Yes, I mean, he is. Jesus, watch your wallet if they're both in the same room. <laughs> but Peter get just it he would stumble across the right people to do the right thing at the right time. They yeah. to rewire the boat because it'd been underwater. He's getting you know bids for like one hundred and fifty thousand thousand dollars and he meets some guy and he goes to tell you what i'm an electrician you buy all the parts in a case of mountain dew i'll wire it up for you it's like oh okay yeah it's a beautiful project i mean i i found doing charity stuff people really want to be around positive things yeah if, I they're, think if right. they're presented an opportunity to be a part of something positive a lot of people will jump at it they will. My favorite orbiting charity of his charity is the Mike's Across America group. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> it's a charity um, staffed entirely by people named Mike. I'm not in. Well, you could be. Okay. Well, maybe I am then. <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't think well, I want to join a group that would have me, though. As a <laughs> All right, Groucho. <laughs> well, so I can just see you with a skipper hat on a boat anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just wouldn't play right, you know. I just don't see it. It's just eh, whatever. Plus, but, people would probably accuse me of, you know, bumming out the room. I don't know why people always do that. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I I don't either. It's all been such a, a thrill and a joy to be with. And let's face it, there are too many mics as it is. <laughs> I, I would I agree. agree. I when agree. I go on my phone and I look for a mic, it's just like nine pages. Yeah. Like, not him. Well, shoot, he's dead. I got to take too him many out. mics. <laughs> Are you doing this to me? Because now I got to look at my phone for mics. <laughs> go ahead and look. Yeah, mics across America. That's the name of the. Well, my, know, yeah, mics across America. I'm yeah. almost there. You know, my buddy Steve. You know Steve Gordon. Sure. Yeah, great salesman. Great. Oh, he's a great guy. And you know, he was he was one of the. I mean, he he worked for uh, which. Agency was it again? The big one. Fallon. Yeah. No, not not Fallon. Fallon, uh, Fallon the was the was uh, the most Campbell, sought after. Campbell Mathuin. Campbell Mathuin is the one he worked for, and he was like you know executive vice president or whatever. So, like any great salesman, he had something like he had over five thousand names 
in his phone directory. And uh, and I said, that's fantastic. I said, how many are dead? And he said, oh, I don't know, maybe three, four hundred. I, I, yeah. I don't know. There is that there is that question. It's it's sort of like, when do you throw Christmas cards out? Like, when do you delete? And because I have some friends, like my buddy Bobby Barghini, who died on December 6th last Great year. Guy. And Great guy. I can't erase him from my directory. Nope. I got, you know, it's funny when I picked up my phone and started scrolling through it, I saw about probably 25 dead people I still have <laughs> yeah. on my call yeah. list. Uh, the Mikes, there's two Michaels, by the way. Mm-hmm. Michael Eberts, who is Pat Eberts, who just died. Right. Twin brother, right? Michael Bryant. So those are the two mics, but the I'm Michaels, excuse me, but the mics I got, yeah, I got Mike and Susan neighbors, Mike Bilsky, Mike Elfan, Mike Jennings, Mike Lindell, Mike McVeigh, mm-hmm. Mike Malik. Yeah, it, I cannot read all these. Right. There have to be fifty mics. Yeah, I got about that yeah. many too. That's <laughs> why I always used M. Howard Gelfan as my byline. I remember when that. I worked for the Minneapolis Tribune because I figured. You know, at least at least people wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't get so many phone calls from angry readers, right? Mm-hmm. So one day, one day I, I pick up the phone. In those days, you just picked up the phone. It was a totally different era. We're talking about the seventies now. Yes. And and a guy says uh, says, "Are you the are you that Mike Gelfand who writes for the for that uh, communist rag?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, oh no, 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 I'm really not." He said, "Wait a minute." So you're not Mike Gelb? I said, no. And then he paused. He didn't know what to say. And then he, after a pause, he said, well, did you see that piece of shit he wrote today in the paper? <laughs> I said, no, I don't subscribe. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That never happened. One of my favorite Mike Gelb fan stories is another guy that's all pissed off, but uh, I don't know what he's talking about because he did write his M. Howard Gelb and a guy, you, this is right when I met you, as a matter of fact, Guy called up to bitch at McHoward Galfano. Yeah. Well, that was, and that, that thing all started with like the first week I was at the paper and one of the typesetters, this was in the days when you had typesetters, right? You know, not long after that, you just wrote your own byline in and then it automatically would just appear in print, right? But in those days, it had to be, it had to be typed in from the linotype machine, which was, which was hot metal. And so this guy, he'd never heard of me, and he'd probably been at the Little Wagon and had a few drinks, you know. Little Wagon. wagon. <laughs> and, and I love wow. the Little Wagon behind the Star Tribune, baby. Oh, we got to yeah. stop it. Yeah, we can't, every time the four of us get together, it turns into <laughs> bars that got drunken in the early 70s. Right. Well, Robert, of course, it was most famous for being the, the home away from home and the desk away from his desk of Robert T. Smith, the columnist, mm-hmm. who uh, wrote all these great, you know, Sort of, sort of sob sister type columns we mm-hmm. used to call them, and he would all. But all he would do when everyone else was at their desk all day, he was just drinking at the little wagon. And people would come up to him and say, "I got a column for you, Smitty." <laughs> what a great Ooh. job! Yeah. So this guy, the linotype guy, you know, he wasn't in his great form right then, and so he he kind of missed out. And he he's the guy who named me McCoward Gelfand and. They, everybody had such a good laugh, they just kept it in there for the home edition. Sounds like a I Mick Jagger hotel alias. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mick Howard Galfano. Yeah. Mick Jagger. Room yeah, 12. I suppose that's probably Right, because everybody looked at me and they said, oh, he's Scottish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No question about that. Uh, you know, these are wonderful times, aren't they? Mm. Um, I think particularly at this time, Mick Sterling, 
a great time to do what you're doing and you've been doing for years now. Thanks. I have a very difficult time out on the street watching TV. Everybody is so pissed off right now and everybody's so mean right now. And it's, I suppose, politics that are driving it. But my God, everybody's pissed off right now. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. And it's, you really have to use your, um, your intelligence to know what to say to who, when. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, I found in my life that there are, you know, there are times that you can divulge and times that you can't divulge. Right. And, you know, you just have to kind of know the landscape. And it's, it's definitely a, an interesting time uh, for communication. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of people on my don't ask don't tell list. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I find too is that I just think, you know, being so literal, people are so literal. You know, there's no there's no gray area of well maybe you were kidding, but you said that. Well, I understand you said that, but I didn't mean that. Didn't yeah. you understand that I was joking? <laughs> it's like it seems so obvious that you were that you're joking, but but everyone's so so tight right now mm. that they can take it as a literal thing, and it's it it's completely out of context. Yeah, it's irony a tough is thing. irony is lost right yes. now. Speaking yeah. of joking, did your uh, greeting card business ever go anywhere? Parshables? Yeah. yeah, it's still there. It's just kind of floating around. It, it kind of a little bit stagnant, but it's. He I, came I, in I wanted, here. I think the funny. first time he was in, and it's he funny made stuff. all these greeting cards. Yeah. And it's stuff that you cards. do or send to your friends. It's yeah. like two guys sitting on a Volkswagen bus. One's got his arm around the other guy, and, and the caption is, I really fucking hate you right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are funny. Harshables are funny. Yeah. Oh, Harshables. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm probably the only guy who ever gets mean fortune cookies. <laughs> The Chinese hate you, Mike. They, they really do. It's it's true, and and uh, you know it's like you expect. Uh, you know, um, reading is the gateway to heaven. Things like that, right? Yeah. Mine mm. says like you better watch out for that truck tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming Very after you, specific. I don't know where they find these. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is it true back in the day that the Chinese culture had no idea what the hell a fortune cookie even was? Yeah, they're, they're, that that's plausible. an American invention. That's yeah. an not, American that's not invention. Chinese at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, As is chop suey. That's not Chinese food. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was started by the Celery Growers Association of California. But this is one reason why, I mean, seriously, I like fortune cookies because sometimes mm. it'll be the only good news I get all week. Oh, well, that's true. 
So have you been up writing this week? Uh, this is just me. This is this is who I am. If 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 I had been writing for Joe Coy, he would have been a smash. Oh, here we I go. I missed this Joe controversy. Coy. I heard you guys talking about it when I was driving here. Yeah, it it, uh, it was one of those things that everybody sort of. Uh, I think people like that controversy. You know? I've avoided yeah, it. I've way. avoided the whole Jimmy Kimmel thing. I'm like, I don't care about either one of these cats. I don't even want to know what's going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm the same way. Right. I, I, I didn't I didn't watch it, but I heard about the the Golden Globe and it was it just proves again how difficult being a stand up comic is. I mean, it, it's the toughest oh, it's a tough job. Gig, yeah. I think in the Ricky world. Gervais is the only person who should ever be allowed to host those shows because <laughs> yep. oh, he's brutal gosh. and yeah. he doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. <laughs> well, it's it's a tough gig because yeah. you have to be somewhere between a roast and a celebration of life, and you know, and you go either way, you're in big trouble. Yeah, it's hard to do. It is very hard to. That's why I don't get invited to host many functions like that. No. Well, fly, yeah, up, for, fly up for the 30-day thing. I'm sure Mick could find you a spot. We can do that. 30-day. Yeah. I'm going but to tell uh, you what, I'm gonna go I, see Sebastian Maniscalco this weekend. Oh, oh where, where is Vegas? Vegas? Uh, at the Wynn. Uh, Kate is and I are going for a couple of days. Yeah, so we're going to go. Uh, she got that for me for, for Christmas, and it's very, very exciting. Because he's, he's been on your show many times, hasn't he? Sebastian? Yeah, I'll tell you what, nobody's hotter than Sebastian Maniscalco. He's hot right now. He's great. He did something for me one time, which I'll, and he probably doesn't even remember doing it, but I went in, uh, it was at North Memorial Hospital to visit a friend in there, wasn't doing too well. And I, uh, the woman at the front desk, a very pleasant woman, and I looked down at the desktop and her name, and her name was like Louise Maniscalco. And I said, God, do you, do you know Sebastian? She goes, Who? I said, Sebastian Maniscalco. She goes, who's that? I said, uh, let me get back to you. <laughs> I called Sebastian Maniscalco, and I said, would you do me a favor and autograph a book? I mean, I'll pay for the book. And he goes, you know, nah, don't worry about that. He did this long dissertation on the front page about how great it is to be a Maniscalco, and I want to know all Maniscalcos. <laughs> it was just a very sweet moment for this. This woman had never even heard of him. Wow. And then the last time I went in there, she was all still all excited. Oh, Tom. That book is the greatest of all time. I'm sure we're related. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him, but other than that. Yeah, you he's know, terrific. I think he's one of the best. <clears throat> he's very, very smart, and there, there's no downside to him. It just, he comes at you, and an hour later, he walks off stage. Yeah. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. So, Dougie, what have you been up to lately? I don't want to talk about it. My life sucks. <laughs> wow, here we go. <laughs> No, I'm still job hunting. It is the worst job I've ever had. Um, you look like you're uh, dressed for a, a big uh, job interview. <laughs> pot to, pot to Either kettle. Either that or you're painting your garage. <laughs> pot to kettle. It's 10 degrees outside. I know, I know. This Me is a podcast. That. Look around. The, well, Mick is I'm nicely up. I got, I got things going on. Devin is he's okay, no, but I'm he's still around. business casual. Right. So so you're, you, you're not willing to just step aside now. You're still looking for that, that I, I don't eight-figure like, sum. I don't. Well, yeah, right. Well, it depends on where you put the period. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you were the, I mean, what is it? You were, you were the king of the car business. Things happen. I don't think you want to bring this up, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to get me all pissed off. All right. Way to go. Yeah, yeah I, I know. <laughs> now, the good news is I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I've had a lot of more time to play. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, my wife and I and a really good friend of ours, he's the guy that introduced me to Sarah 25 years ago. 
Um, every summer we do a trio sing-along thing down at the uh, at the marina on the docks, and it goes on for six hours. And about a month ago, I said, "Why don't we call ourselves the Tiki Trio and do this in bars and get paid for it? People would totally dig it." So we're doing our first show at. Uh, the Spiral Brewery on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Which is tomorrow, from seven to ten. So if you're in the in the uh, Hastings area or in the Seven County Mosquito Control District, just <laughs> take a cab and head on down. So we're looking forward to that. And you know, I was I've been looking forward to it all month because when you don't have much to do, you look at for those things that break up your life a little bit and the yeah. sheer monotony of waiting for the phone to ring. So a week ago, and I also play with this guy in a, a Lutheran church youth service every Wednesday. A week ago, he comes in and he's got a mask on and it's just all just terrible. And it turns out he's got COVID. I'm like, Shit. oh, that's great. No, well, Jesus. he got over it and he tested negative Tuesday, so we'll be fine. So, so you know, if you like, um, if you want to sell my car for me, I'd give you ten percent. Okay. You know, I, the I other don't know day, if I could still do it. I'll take a shot. <laughs> the other day, the other day, I uh, I went to the bank. It was actually last week I went to the bank, and um, I took out $100 in cash. Now, these days, $100 in cash is like 10 years' worth, right? I know. I've got probably 150 bucks in my wallet. It's been there since yeah. last summer. I, I never even used it. And so I, I just I, I put it in my glove compartment, you know, when I went into the grocery store. Forgot all about it. And then uh, yesterday, I remembered that I'd put that in, in there. And I, I got into my car, I, and I couldn't decide whether to take the money out or not because with the money in there, my car was worth twice as much as it had been before. <laughs> the oh, hundo boy. in there? <laughs> yeah, hundo, right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, it's, uh, it's still there, but I may, I may have to remove it in the next few days. Oh, one tip-off for you guys. I don't know if you know this or not, but the cash, there's no interest payment. You use the card, there's interest. You see what I'm saying? Well, not if you pay it every month. Well, you still have to pay a little dookie, no, don't you? Don't. you? Uh-uh. No, it's no, a, you pay it off. It's the it's the it's the retailer. The retailer who has to pays pay the, the money. Pay the juice. Yeah. Oh, as, long, as long as you go to zero balance every month, it's, they don't cost you anything. No. Unless you so have... they don't even they don't even charge. I don't use a lot of credit cards. Well, I, I use some, but not a lot. But they don't just tally it up from day one to day thirty. There's no interest at all. If you don't pay the balance off, it starts accruing from when you made yeah. the purchase. But if you pay your down to a zero balance every, you know, whenever it's due, mm-hmm. um, and that was one of the changes. Not to get too political, that it seemed like a minor thing, but I think it was either Biden or Obama made it so they once they told you when your payments were due, they couldn't move it around. Remember, credit card companies sure. used to be due mm-hmm. on. Well, it'll be the second, and now it's the eighth, and it's like, what the, can't we just pick a day? Yeah. And for once, the government made kind of a rational decision, said, thou must pick a day. I think there are credit cards that have, like, a monthly fee, though. There are, like, absolutely. Well, no, they have, they have, some have annual fees, like if you have the Delta Gold card, so you yeah. don't have to pay for baggage. That's, like, 100 bucks a year, but most credit cards right. are free. There's one person like, in my life that pays their credit card off every month. They're always at flat. Well, now we're no two. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. That's how we use our. I use my credit card as a debit card. I just yeah. yeah. Me too. I pay it off, and then um, because you, that way you get a lot more points. Yeah, you get yeah. points. And, yeah. Yeah. So they actually pay me to use a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. If you use it right, you do make money using a credit card. But you you're like really an Instagram influencer with credit cards. Yeah. God, we get a new podcast going. How to be an adult. How to be an adult. I would. <laughs> There's know. only going to be two episodes. <laughs> 
I'm just a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol <laughs> Hill. We only got five minutes left, so you got some important stuff to talk about. What do you got? How are you? I haven't really talked to you in a, uh, since Pat passed away. How's life in Florida? Well, things are going well, except for I've lost like three people in the last month. That's a real thrill. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, like, same thing here. It's just something about this year, maybe. I, I know, don't know. I've learned this from my wife, who was, I've told everybody, works at a Catholic church, does a lot of funeral singing. A lot of people die between Thanksgiving and about the end of January. Mm-hmm. It goes really? way up every year. Yep. And, really? You know, her phone will ring. She goes, well, we got three more this week. Well, another well, one. And there is a huge, I mean, globally, it's not just here, but there's a huge wow. increase in COVID deaths right now. There's a lot there's of COVID going around. Well, Minnesota. because, because it's, it's, it's the, what, what it's, it, this is the backlash after the holidays. Yeah, I suppose everybody gets Huge together. gatherings and, and there's always, you know. There's always one person who's a spreader, let's be honest about it, which is why I haven't seen any of my relatives in four years. You think that's the reason? <laughs> We've well, only had COVID for two. Yeah, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> well, I have well, an alternate theory well, cooking in my head. I, I thought the reason they weren't inviting me was because they didn't want me to get sick. Yeah, yeah so that's, sure, what, that's it what it is. Sure. I think it's because they all got sick of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that could be true. They're yeah. worried about polio. That's probably it, Mike. <laughs> hey, hey, too close to home. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God, Doug. Way to go. What? My, my brother had polio. I didn't know yeah. that. You didn't know that? I didn't know that either. Why don't you say something negative about Jews now, Doug? Go. <laughs> no, Mike. Well, I will tell you, I was watching, uh, um, oh, what, Jiminy... Jiminy, Jiminy Glick. Yeah. Glick. Oh, I, I got into a ser- and I, I watched the an interview Brooks with one? Mel Brooks, and he goes, greatest. So, what's your beef with the Nazis? He was so funny. Yeah, just just thinking now, nowadays when someone say that, they're not kidding. No, I know. Mel Brooks, I thought he was going to pee his pants. He was laughing so hard. He He's phenomenal. Did you ever read his book? Mel Brooks just put out a book a couple years ago. No. Well, I'm glad he finally got an effing Lifetime Achievement yeah. Award. I mean, he's only 92. Yeah. He's 97. 97. What yeah. were they waiting for? Yeah. I thought really? they should have given it to him five minutes after the 2,000-year-old man debut. Yeah, or anything. That's genius. Or maybe the producers or anything, yeah. you know. Well, how about Blazing Saddles? Yeah. It's the yeah. one show. Better, better a good one, one, maybe? <laughs> Nobody could touch Blazing Saddles because it was Mel. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's amazing. A brilliantly funny movie. There's no question about it. Except for the last but, 20 minutes. That's, you don't like you don't like the Dom DeLuise part? The the beating up the gay chorus line in the canteen in Hollywood. I'm like, this is stupid. Even then it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you big baby. But the first two thirds is awesome. <laughs> well now Mel Brooks did that a lot. It's like he just broke the fourth wall to such a degree that it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we get it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he did do it a lot. Well, thanks for coming in, fellas, today. I, I and Mick. Give Thanks, me the, um, the stats again. The, yeah, so the, uh, Tuesday, January 30th, the Legends Breakfast, a big uh, breakfast fundraiser for the 30 Days Foundation with dozens and hopefully dozens of legendary Vikings uh, at this event, the Omni Viking Lake Hotel, thelegendsbreakfast.com. You can see uh, the players that are going to be there already that are scheduled to be there, and there'll be more. And it's going to be an amazing, amazing event to raise funds for the 30 Days Foundation. Fly up, Tom. you got to be tired of sitting on the beach hanging out with your gorgeous wife. You're going to come up in Minnesota in the end of January? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about El Nino, but the weather has not been great in the entire United States. Oh, that's right. You guys, are, yeah. you, you got pounded, didn't you? Things took kind that. of a bad turn all of a sudden. 
Yeah, wasn't it like 40 degrees in LA or something? Yeah, yeah. it was 40 degrees in Los Angeles. It's pretty cold. <laughs> no, we're only going to have like four or five days when it won't get above zero. Yeah, that's about right. That's But, you know, the great thing about that is that it's already January, what, 11th? Yeah. 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 And so you only got about another six, seven weeks with the really any chance at the bad stuff. And I love December. Yeah. December was fantastic for me. And, yeah, and, I and, loved it. And now I can I can stay out. Uh, until almost 5 p.m. Really? Yeah. You've gotten that far, huh? Yeah, it's, it's what it's like. Wonderful, yeah. All right, if anybody's listening out there, like, you know, Wally McCarthy, if you're listening, Doug needs a job. Well, he's dead. <laughs> I know he is. That's why I brought up his name. Well, Wally, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Tom. The Phantom of Wally. The Phantom of Wally. And that, I was going to call him Wally McCartney, but I decided that'd be kind of insulting. You know what you should do, no, because who? I know you're not going to fly up here. But so it's January 30th, so it's a Tuesday? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Thursday was the first? Yeah. Why don't you have Mick yes. on on the first, and you can report in on the on the fundraiser? Nothing wrong with that. I can do that. I bet there, are some, great. there should be some stories to tell, and if yeah. not, you're creative enough to make something <laughs> I'll up. I'll figure something <laughs> Well, you got 19 days, correct? Yep. You said it's the 30th, 19 days until the event. We'd love to have you back on. And, Doug, you got to come back in with them. So I'm sure I'll yeah. be working by then, making billions of billions That's of dollars. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to be Tevin's manager. <laughs> there we go. Good idea. See you later, Tommy. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks a lot, guys. All have right. a good day. Bye-bye.